You're listening to The Cannabis Agenda, your weekly source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour every Monday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com. And now, your hosts, Jamie Cass and Mike Green. All right. Hey guys, what's up, Jamie? Hey, what's happening, everybody? Dude, we we had to leave. They made us leave Gypsy Land. <laughs> nice. How'd that go? Yeah, I know everybody's traveling today. Hey, first before I tell everybody that the show's a little bit different this time. Oh yeah, we should fill um, in. Fill way, different. In. way different. Way <laughs> different. What, what's going yeah, on, there, think... Jamie? We're mobilized. Yeah, we're we're, we're scattered and all over the place. Yeah, we are. We are. We're everywhere. In I'm, the nation, I'm, I'm... that is. Yeah. yeah, all over the place. I'm actually at home, which is really weird. Unusual. In the first place. Yeah, <laughs> haven't been haven't been here in a long time. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's cool to be here. You know, we've been doing this show up at this up at uh, Matt at Matt's studio, so it's been it's been nice because we've been able Matt's to studio. <laughs> Matt's kitchen. <laughs> yeah dude that's kind of the truth i had a long weekend it's really more of, of a dining week. room than a kitchen i guess it, it's 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 in the dining room right it's in the kitchenette <laughs> <laughs> but we turn the refrigerator off when we do the show dude, we so. gotta get rid of the hum nice yeah. oh really is it pretty loud it's not that yeah, loud typically our sound is good but tonight it probably sucks like yeah, yeah we, get, probably, we gotta we gotta apologize to our listeners so there's the point we're making. Yeah, we're sorry if the if the quality is just a little bit diminished. It will be back. We promise. We're you know, just, I, uh, you know, I probably sound great to our listeners. It's just you and Pot that sound like shit, yeah. right? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it's yeah. possible. I, I can't hear myself because when we do it in the studio, <laughs> yeah, I think the primary portion in of the kitchen. The biggest part of the problem is probably just because we're we're channeling this all through a hotel Wi-Fi connection, right? Where are you, Matt? Uh, Where I'm the in, hell are you, dude? Cheyenne, Wyoming. Right, right on I-80. I made it through Idaho and Utah and Wyoming today. Damn, oh, dude. God, that's yeah. like a horror movie. <laughs> I know. It, I mean, the, the, really, all, those, all, those, all those places are beautiful. but Yeah, it's um, a really glossy, pretty horror movie. <laughs> It's really crazy. I like. I love it all throughout that whole drive. But I just feel like I'm gonna get raped by a cop or something. I I'm don't know. Heading into Nebraska tomorrow. I'm feeling a little, little bit better about that. Nice. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that's what's good, up, man. What's up with you? Good. You're moving along. How are you doing? Oh my gosh, I made it. I made it to the end. Well, you guys know I've mentioned probably several times since we started the show that I'm at university right now, and uh, I took summer classes as always. I always take a full load every every semester, including the summer, and I didn't want to take them this summer, and I was bitching and complaining about it, frankly, a little bit too much. And I remember uh, sometime in the wee hours of some morning in the last day or two, I just said, you know what? Screw it. I hit send and send all my final uh, examination essays out and uh i'm done so oh is my gosh that a good feeling that's fantastic i got one of the grades back i took uh, uh two lo- two two classes two uh, eight hours is a full load in uh in the summer and i i got one of them back and i got an a on that so i'm really relieved Congrats. and uh, the other one he's she's yeah thank you very much he uh 
He's torturing us on purpose, I think, the other person. And so we'll see how that goes. I was talking about legalizing cannabis. It was a criminal justice class. <laughs> and they shouldn't have asked me those questions. It's not my fault. So uh, so maybe he's, I think he's torturing me on purpose. He knows I really want my grade. And I, I just took a stand. I'm not going to send him an email and say, hey, any chance, you know, when, when we'll uh, kind of get our grade or something? I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to ask Did he respond? Did he respond? Patience, you stoner. No, he sent me a, an email and said, hey, I hope everything was great with your class. Have a great fall semester, and I was like, "Dude, you're the you're the one that I ask about how great it was, you know." So, you know, whatever. He's he's the guy. He holds all the strings. So I'm just gonna let him feed me my grade and whatever. Like I said, I just put my arms up in the air and went, "I don't care at this point. I just want to get past this, take a little break." And I'm at my break now, so that's an awesome thing. And I'm glad to be back on the agenda and talking to our listeners. Yeah, we've got them everywhere now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's popping up all over the world. Shouting out. Hello, Cannabis World. Right. Hello. Right. It's, it's, uh, yeah, we've been getting emails and Facebook. People have been blowing up our Facebook and our Twitter. It's yeah. starting to grow. Um, I mean, everybody should hit it up. You know, this show, there's a there's a bunch of new listeners, I'm sure. A lot of people we met this weekend up at Horning's Hideout, String Cheese Incident. Yeah, um, tell us about yeah. that. What a party! Oh my God! Wow, wow! One of the best fest- festivals, maybe the best festival I've ever been to. I don't know. At least, I whoa! I, I'm, yeah. with, I'm with you there. Coming from you I guys, mean, I mean, our listeners don't know, but these guys are seriously seasoned yeah. professional festival goers. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge Some, statement. Sometimes <laughs> it's a hobby. Sometimes, sometimes you know, just on uh-huh. occasion. That's you know, awesome. I don't know. I haven't been partying very hard the last few years, man. Ever since my son was, you know, conceived, I've been, I've been uh, working. So, 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 what was the uh, what was the thing that made it so awesome? Family, love, it was was amazing. It was all everyone. I mean, so many of the people there were just awesome. Were just, I mean, you could you could walk up to anyone and say hi and get involved in a real conversation that you know was. There was such love there. It was incredible. Wow, that sounds great. It was the string cheese incident, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, out, yeah. Of, uh, out of Colorado. Uh, and they, yeah, and they were. It was somewhere near Portland, where the show was. Yeah, it was. It was just west of Portland, about half an hour um, outside of North Plains, Oregon. Uh, this guy by the name of Bob Horning. Um, it's it's his land. It's where his home is, and oh, he, he throws he throws parties there. Mad festivals. Yeah. Very cool. I already liked the guy, and I never even met him. He's, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we need to find out more about this, but he's running for um, state senate of Oregon. Really? Yeah. He's running on the festival platform. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> right? He's running, I think, as a Republican. I, I, I think so, to... too. Whoa. That could help the Republican race all over the country. <laughs> Turn well, around that reputation. We're we're definitely going to find out what his position is on uh, cannabis in in Oregon specifically. And um, okay, and if he's not for it, we're going to try to convince him. Damn it! <laughs> it's on yeah. the agenda. It's, yeah, we're gonna you know see what he's <laughs> about it. I wonder. I, I I can't imagine him not being cool. I mean, it's it was it was definitely um, cannabis friendly. So, oh, yeah. and it always has been. I love that place. That's only the second time I've been there. And uh, I went there for the String Summit uh, years ago, like six or seven years ago. Um, and I haven't seen that much of String Cheese in 
six years either. I saw him a bunch in the early part of this, of, uh, nice. you know, the first decade, um, of the millennia and, uh, kind of kind of died off, but I fell in love with him again this weekend. I mean, mm. I really was able to let go and just have a truly amazing time and, uh, enjoy myself and, um, kind of found peace you know it was a, it was a really really cool experience and it was crazy it was full of shenanigans right. um, <laughs> gypsies <laughs> and pirate art <laughs> yeah and there were peacocks all over the place dude it's a peacock farm Every, so everything looked like a like literally at the end of, yeah oh but, yeah yeah there were oh, dozens dude, of peacocks that live there and they never shut the fuck up. And neither do people <laughs> imitating them. So all the time you're here, they, when, they, when, they, when they make the, when they scream, they, it sounds like they're hurt. It sounds like they're saying, ow, my arm! <laughs> <laughs> like, do do that know, again. Ow, my arm! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a riot, man. Yeah, it was... Uh, Did you guys meet a lot of people? So many, so many. I hope that some of them are listening. I hope some of you guys are listening. Hello. Hey, shout outs. Yeah, yeah, big shout outs. Um, There's people from all over, San Diego, LA, Seattle, Santa Cruz, Portland, Chi-Town, Illinois in general. Um, God, Seattle, Portland, all over, all over this part of the country. And then uh, there's a bunch of people from, you know, your part of the town, uh, uh, Jamie, Illinois, some good Illinois folks. Yeah, string cheese is pretty popular in Illinois. Really popular, man. Yep. Have you seen them before? Yes, several occasions. Yeah. When yep. was the last time? Uh oh my gosh, I don't even remember how. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time. It was in Peoria actually at the riverfront, and it was uh, quite a while ago, um, five or six years ago. Yeah. I think I just started. Uh, I just started um, in college, and or just started ramping up to go to college and. Yeah, and I was just I just noticed the sign. I was like, really? They're coming here? I can't believe it. And then I started hearing all this huge buzz, man, and tons of people were going. It really surprised me. I mean, and I didn't know that was that big of a scene for them in Peoria, but they, evidently there is. They, uh, they know how to throw a party. Yeah. They have evolved, man. Their parties are raging. They're so much fun. Nice. It's so theatrical, and uh-huh. it's the crowd that's, I mean, you know, they bring a lot, a lot of the show. Yeah. But the crowd is already kind of like <laughs> theatrical themselves and, and <laughs> just, you know, like it becomes this big party. It seems, I mean, I don't know. I can't even explain it. I get, you know, like when I was there, I just was just like eating it up. It was great. You know, so there's a great tip for listeners. If you want a, a fun an awesome, great, you know, trippy kind of time, you know, definitely check out a uh, string cheese incident. If you get a chance. They're, yeah. Um, yeah, their next show is uh, Halloween in Hampton, Virginia. Tickets are still on sale. Awesome. There's, very, the, very there's cool. the plug. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, it's a good plug. I can't make that one. Hopefully String Cheese is checking out the cannabis agenda now. If they're not, if they're not they will be. They, sh- they, they should be. <laughs> should be. Absolutely. Well, we plug them all the time. They, 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 they know, they, they, it's beautiful music and a great party filled with amazing people too so yeah i'm uh i'm stoked i'll be back next year for sure it was mm. it was it was definitely good if they do it again i'll be there and uh i got you know i just met some amazing people i'm really stoked we got to do it and yeah. if you're listening out there 
um, please email because it'd be good to hear from some of you. Um, you know, we were talking about this the other day. Email may be an issue because some people may not want to do it because of the subject matter. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? You guys think that maybe it's kind of an issue? Uh, it might be a little bit of a trust issue. I can understand exactly what you're saying. People are a little bit uh, reluctant to kind of broadcast and through any kind of media that's readable by uh, outside sources about any association with cannabis, which we we understand because of the ridiculous uh, legality yeah, it's issues. The laws. Right? I mean, you can get thrown in jail for using cannabis. Unfortunately, sure. it's ridiculous. But, you know, it becomes more of a trust issue with us, and I, we can assure you, you can definitely trust us. We will never, if you point out to us that you don't want us to mention your first name, then we won't even do that. But unless you tell us that specifically, we will always limit ourselves to your first name and the state. We won't even get more geographically, you know, specific than that. Dude, did I tell you that I broke Kiefer Northerland's bong? Or oh, did that's... I tell you that? That's like that's rule number seventeen in the in the pot smokers etiquette book. Dude, it was don't break Kiefer Northern's bong. Yeah, no, just you don't know, break it's a bong. The bong in general, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a while since I broke a bong. I, I hope that it doesn't mean I'm going to have like bad luck or anything. I hope not, man. I broke a yeah, like, but, four foot graphics one day and it was gorgeous, ooh. custom made, and I just bumped it and it went like slow motion. And the two this, one, this <laughs> one's this one's a nice one. It's made for specifically for hash, and it was. Um, oh, is that one of the new kind you were telling us about a while back? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh, he just, you... dude, he only got it like a few weeks ago. So, oh. Um. I. <laughs> I. I Today, I didn't feel like smoking very much at all, and I just, just took one tiny little hash um, rip off that bong and, uh, at his place and um, <laughs> started juggling the soccer ball around the living room and fucking broke it, man. Oops. Yeah. Right, Chunk was sitting there. Chunk was sitting right there, dude, and he goes, you don't have to tell him about it. It's like, what? You don't have to tell him about it. Come on, I just broke his hash bomb. But Kiefer took it well. Oh, he he's, didn't. Yeah, he's got a good personality. That Kiefer, Kiefer Northerland. Yeah, he's he's a cool dude. He'll um, be he'll be on the show pretty soon. Here. He's gonna be on he's gonna be on the show, dude. Johnny B. Stash was in the house at String Cheese. That hillbilly is one funny motherfucker. Johnny Stash. Um, I'm, Johnny B. Stash, yeah, Johnny Stash, Johnny Blaze, Johnny, Johnny B, JB. JB. Uh, he, he was all over the place, and his personality changed so many fucking times, I don't even know. Uh, but he's a funny dude, and he knows a lot about cannabis. So, nice. um, yeah, so he'll be, we're going to get him on the show eventually. Um, and Kiefer will be here too, and so will Chunk eventually. Um, but yeah, you guys should email us at um, the email address to send us emails is uh, info at canvasagenda.com. So uh, please send us some emails and um, let us know what you think about the show or just to say hi or, or whatever. So it'd be, be good to hear from everybody. Um, and of course, uh, keep blowing up Facebook and Twitter if you're into it. Mm -hmm. um, and you can check out our website for... Uh, to listen to the show or you can have it automatically downloaded on iTunes, uh, whatever you want. So, um, yeah, check us out. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, on that note, um, if I could jump in there, I just wanted, we wanted to send out thanks to all of you for all your emails and inquiries to our show. We really, uh, we really appreciate that. And, uh, we will assure you, we read everyone that comes in 
Um, honest to goodness, we do. And uh, we want to th thank you certainly for all the kind words. That's, uh, that's encouraging to hear some positive stuff. Um, we have a particular shout out to uh, Clay from Kentucky. He said he enjoys the show, our show from his front porch. And I think we're unanimous saying, uh, in, in feeling that we would love to join you someday, Clay, and hang out on your front porch with you. Man, I miss, I miss my porch. Does that sound awesome? Kentucky's mostly gorgeous from the places I've been. A lot of forest and a lot of nice. I love, I love Kentucky. It's, it's, you know, it's where I grew up, so I, uh, I miss it. I, man, I've been wanting warm nights lately so bad. And yeah, the warm summer. get them in Northern California. That's the only thing it, la it lacks out there, I think, is that, that warm summer night. It's, it just doesn't exist. I mean, man, that's the best. I don't know. Something about it warm is the best. summer it's nights. Like, it's the Midwest thing. It's right. Like, yeah, and like the, maybe, the, maybe, not maybe the... it's not, but it's warm summer the Cicadas awesome. and all those sounds out there at night, and it's just... Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. Hey, but uh, Clay, Clay gave us a couple really good questions, and I just wanted to shout out to him and let him know, Clay, we're going to be uh, responding to those and discuss them a little bit on next week's show. Those were some good stuff. He asked us uh, some questions about the unionization of, of pot workers and uh, some stuff about some drug testing. So we did do some research, and we got some information, and we'll be uh, talking about that a little bit next time. So we appreciate it. Keep those things coming to us, guys. All right. And, uh, Normal conference, normal conference. I'm going to oh. plug it again. Portland, Oregon, September 9th through 11th at the uh, Landmark Governor Hotel. Uh, it's a super, super public transportation friendly city. So check it out. It's easy to get around. Um, pretty good airport there. You can get there from a bunch of different um, carriers. So you can maybe find a cheap ticket. Uh, it's going to be a good place to get educated and to smoke a lot of good herb. So okay. if, you get the, if you can, show up. Um, great energy in Oregon. Super great. I fell in love with Oregon again this weekend too. And you know, it's, it's being as it's a normal conference, you know, if you're a cannabis enthusiast and you go there, you're going to have that great Oregon energy. Plus you're automatically going to be on the same page with tons and tons of people. So that's yeah. a plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pluses to going to Portland, Oregon. I mean, if you ever find, if you have any, you know, any excuse ever or anything, that you're interested in, you should go, especially if it's music related. And um, we want to give a music update on uh, this show. Um, we, we're totally starting to try and incorporate new sound effects, and uh, we're going to be actually putting some music breaks into the show at some point in the future. Uh, I've got a, a friend of mine who's a DJ working on some stuff right now. Matt's been working on uh, some new theme songs and just various sound effects. Um, if you check out our website, you'll see that our thing is, as we say about us, is it's organic. Hey, it's organic. We started, yeah, we're, this is episode number 23. Hmm. We've been doing this basically this entire year. We've been working on this project. How long, hey, Matt, how long ago did we go um I think I think the first the episode was, well, the first episode record, we recorded was uh, maybe the first week in February. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think when we, did we, we actually first... launched um, late May, if I remember correctly. Show 16. Do you know the date on that one? Um, I don't have it right in front of me, but I, I, I remembered the sweet 16. We Number busted 16. out. That's, that's seven shows ago now. Yeah. But, so basically at, at show 16 is when we kind of felt like, okay, I guess we can... Put it out there. I mean, <laughs> right, you can listen to all of them, though, right? You can hear all, you know, all, all but, the way all back. But, all but two or three. There, there are a couple of missing episodes out there. 
that um that uh, are missing. <laughs> and <laughs> where did they go? <laughs> well, <laughs> they haven't been pro- they haven't been produced. <laughs> oh, did they get not... lost in the woods last weekend? What's They're... going on with those episodes? I don't know. I think <laughs> I think we need some listener motivation before they actually get published. Saving it for the lost oh, episodes compilation. We're gonna have bootlegs. um you can listen to a lot of the old stuff it's probably not so great we were i mean who knows whatever check it out it'll be a hoot it's it's different back then it's evolved a lot last show uh, the last few shows it's kind of became a very news oriented show uh we do some deconstruction we um talk a lot about the current events that are going on with cannabis around the United States, mostly, uh, and sometimes the world. Um, and a lot of it's medical marijuana related, and some of it is uh, recreational, uh, ver- you know, various stuff throughout the subject. We try to uh, talk a lot about the business side a lot, too, uh, when we can and where we can. Um, we try and get interviews as much as possible. We do not have any for this week at all. Uh, but we, uh, we we kind of have gotten a little more formal lately and long. The shows have been going long. Oh so my gosh, we're going to try long. real long. <laughs> yeah, because we, you know, okay, so at first my viewpoint was like, well, people, you know, radio talk talkers on the radio do it for like three hours. Yeah, but Matt, how long do you think their commercial breaks are? Well, at least half of the show probably, and people probably so, don't tune so, in for the whole three hours either. Right, just during their drive, right? Right. So our show's different because we're trying to keep a listener through an entire show and keep that show like chill. <laughs> I enough. wonder if that's ever happened. <laughs> what if someone's made it through an entire show? Right. Hey, if you've made it, if you've made it through an entire show, especially one of the one of the last two, please send us an email. We'll send you a copy of. Uh, of uh, Is that right? <laughs> Read for madness. Are we giving away prizes now for people who make it through the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have, we want honesty. We expect honesty. I have a feeling we have a very honest group of listeners at this point in our show. It'll surely get more shady as it goes, but that's just how the world is. Um, but you know, everybody out there is probably pretty honest. If you, one of the last three shows those have all been pretty long right mm-hmm. mm. yeah if you've made it through one of the last three shows yeah and i'm just making this up on the fly dude yeah first <laughs> first one to tell us they made it through one of the last three shows uh gets a free copy of reefer madness um we're trying to give those things away i don't know if you guys can tell yet but for those of you that have been listening we've been really trying to give them away we've given away a few right yeah two yep I think we're working on oh, something. Uh, a couple. <laughs> Only yeah. two so far? Only two. Two and yeah, some wow. uh, and some That's fish it. tickets, if I if I remember correctly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We have a winner tickets. for that. What's going on with that, that situation? Yeah, uh, Scotty from Colorado. He won two tickets for two nights of music and camping at Telluride. Um, nice. And he was stoked, dude, because it's like his home turf. And he didn't yeah. have tickets. And he didn't right. think he was going to get to go. Hey, All congrats, right. Scotty. Yep, yep. So that's that's really good stuff. I'm I'm glad that it worked out. Um, good for everybody that entered. Um, we really appreciate all of you. So thanks for entering. Um, maybe next time. Wish we had a <laughs> wish we had a section we could give away or a bus load or something. That would be awesome. Uh, something to something to shoot I'm, for. 
Our next yeah, contest will yeah. be a private viewing of fish for all of the Cannabis Agenda listeners. Right. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking dream. And, yeah. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna finance that? We're, oh, finances. Hey, gonna, what we it's gonna, what it's who about? you know, right? Yeah, it is. We don't know many people. No one's financing. <laughs> we need. We. This is uh, one of the reasons we're cutting the show down a little bit too, is because it's, it's this takes a full this takes like a full work day to do the show at least the length that we've been doing it at. So. We're also going to have to figure out how to start making some money for the show. <laughs> That's soon. funny. I mean, opportunity, <laughs> dude, the opportunity cost for this is high, and um, we're going to have to figure out if we can, I don't oh, know, I, some yes. people might be willing to donate some money for the show. Um, I think it's, you know. We're, we're going to can... discuss our various business models, uh, maybe maybe discuss them with our listeners. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's organic, so we're going to figure something out here. To keep the yeah. show going. Yeah. User friendly. <laughs> user friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is going to be user friendly. We're going to revamp the website eventually too, right, Matt? We're going to at least get all those those stories off the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah, the old stories will be gone from the. Bottom. Yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm sure that we're not the first people to think, oh, what the hell is that? But nobody's emailed us and said, what the hell is that? <laughs> you, should e- you should email us. Um, and the dude from Kentucky also mentioned we should be just throwing that out there more and more Good. info at canvasagenda.com. Email us. Um, all right. Let's move on here. Yeah, dude. Let's, What's hey, going on? Hey, check oh. us out. We have a new contest for this week, but um, first I just wanted to mention a couple corrections. Mine. The first one is, is my brain fart. You know, I proof, I proof over these shows after we get, after Cox gets them produced just to look for any kind of air or glaring things that we may, may have missed. And I noticed that I, I, I was talking about an update for the THC ministry over in Hawaii. And I was reading this, this piece, this story, and it's, I, I thought I said recommended, but then I noticed it was, it looked like recommenced because yep. I already had recommended in my head. We talked about this last week, right? Re- <laughs> the difference between recommenced and recommended. You actually, did we actually yeah. do that on the Yeah, show? we did it yeah, on the air. If you want to have a laugh, this it may even sound like I'm kind of making a joke out of it, but I wasn't. I was actually honestly having a, a, what I consider a big brain fart, a major brain fart. And I was just kind of, and, I'm, and, and Cogs is like, I think it's, it's kind of like they were recommencing. And I was like, yeah, but that is actually the word. It's recommence. So, you know, sometimes we're going to do that. We're not perfect. But anyway, I just wanted to point out that I'm aware that, that was a ridiculous move. But uh, um, it was funny when I listened to it. I was, I was mortified. I thought, oh, my God, you complete idiot. So I just don't want people to think that I'm complete. <laughs> so, so to clarify. Dude, it, it, dude you're, yeah. you're – yeah, clarify that, man. I'm trying it's, to understand. It's, it's a re- recommenced and not recommenced. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> oh, I'm still lost, dude. I'm still totally lost in this whole discussion. I don't know what happened. Totally yeah, lost. if you listen to it, you'll be like, "What the hell is he talking about?" So I'm sure some listeners probably was like, "Whoa, really?" Yeah, really. I caught it later. So anyway, uh, it wasn't nearly as big as my fuck up. Yeah. So uh, let people know what was up with that. I'm going to right now. Um, I totally screwed up. <laughs> Bad. I said Mark Emery was in, born in America. He wasn't born in America. He wasn't born in America. What? He's a Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Okay. So I assumed that he was only extradited from Canada simply because I. How do they extradite a Canadian citizen? They probably. I mean, because he allowed them to. Is that why? 
They did. They they actually they were able to extradite him because uh, the U.S. government and the DEA put huge, tremendous amounts of pressure on the Canadian government, the new uh, conservative version of Canadian government, um, and they were they were they just kind of bent over and let him in and said whatever you need, America, you know. And they they were in cahoots with them, and they that allowed them to go into. Uh, a place in British Columbia, Vancouver area of British Columbia, where the Emery's uh, reside and have for a long time. And they're pretty much uh, in, in the very strong majority approval there. And people in general in that whole area, including the mayor, don't have any problem with Emery, the Emery's at all. And they were allowed to go in there into that, under those conditions and, and, and get them. And, uh, you know, he's really a, is a political figure. It's a, it's a bus kind of like Tommy Chong. Complete bullshit, and just because he's is who he is, you know, in relation to the cannabis world. He's a badass. Yeah. The cannabis world. Yeah, that's why. You know. Yep, and I totally messed that up. Oops. Well, that's okay. You know, we all make he's errors. Still, he's still just the little brother of America, though. He is. He is. He is. <laughs> he was actually born and raised Dude. in London, Ontario, Canada. So he's a Canadian. So he's just a little brother of America. No, I love Canada, dude. But um, although I'm not, uh, I'm not so sure plus, he's appreciating America right at the moment. <laughs> I know, I know. He's probably not, and yeah. um, and he's doing hard time. He yeah, fucking, he'll probably come out and kick my ass, which is and, uh, wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude, he shouldn't be doing hard time. It really sucks the way they're treating him. They threw him in the hole. For all of you that don't know, not the hole. Yeah. Solitary yeah, that's right? the whole right. Also known as the whole. Well, I don't think they group. No, 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 no. There's solitary confinement before there's the whole. No, I don't think. I, I don't know that. There, yeah, no, I think it's the same thing. Yeah, there. Well, back there, in the there old is days, no they, the whole box. anymore. Yeah, the whole is like. All right, we need a felon to email us <laughs> at info at cannabisagenda.com. If you are a hardened and experienced criminal, please contact us at cannabisagenda.com and let us know if there is a whole, if that's different than the than the solitary. And yeah, we'll we'll point that out we, to people. We we need, we'd like to get our facts right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Definitely. Hey, but so you know, he was he was punished for doing his uh, phone call blog with his wife. Right. 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 Well, you know, they've had a public persona forever, for years, yeah. years and years and years. And people follow what's going on. And, you know, he's been a voice. And so they want to keep following him. And he, all she did was just she recorded it for their, you know, their website. So you could access that and people could get a clue on what he's going through and what's happening. And it really wasn't objectionable material by any means or anything like that. It's just they have this stupid clause that says you can't share uh, uh, prison communications with a third party. And it's just, it's just the Tommy Chong syndrome, you know, they just, they're, they're, they're really dicking with them. In my opinion, I think that's exactly what's going on. I think you probably agree with that. And so would Jody Emery. I totally agree. I think it's completely bogus. Um, Yep, it's and, the, it epitomizes the whole word bogus. Yes, that gets the bogus. We don't have a sound effect for that. We need a bogus sound effect. Bogus. Yeah, it ought to be really <laughs> crappy, like bogus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dude, aren't we going to talk about criminals in a while? Are we going to talk about criminals today? Likely. Is it a possibility? So it's a strong chance. Hey, you guys want to? Go over the contest for this week? Oh, yeah. Let's do oh. that before we move on. Alrighty. Check this out. Um, we tried this last time. We did a couple things. Uh, who said this? 
And if you're first person that call, that uh, emails us in to our to the cannabis agenda um, with the right answer, then we'll send you a DVD of Reefer Madness. If I might so, add, this one is a little trickier than our last contest. It is. Well, there's a little extra part to it because this time you're going to have to do a who said this and when because this one is pretty popular and I just didn't want to want people to instantly cue into it. And, you know, the, the objective of this, besides having some fun and giving away some free stuff, is that people will get involved and get more enlightened to the information and that we're using that's relative to, you know, the cannabis issues we discuss here. So hopefully that works out well. But but you guys, we always start out with a couple. I like to start out with a couple and see if you guys can guess these. So, so okay, who said this? The greatest service which can be rendered any country is to add a useful plant to its culture. I think that I've heard this one. Um, He's a big shot. Yeah, he was kind of a big deal in his day. Um, I, I think I think it's one of our founding fathers. It is. It is close enough. I'll give you half points for that. It's uh, Thomas Jefferson said that. Awesome. That, you know, it's pretty profound for somebody of his stature to say something. That's pretty profound. The greatest service which can be rendered to any country is to add a useful plant to its culture. So, do you hear that, DEA? Um, okay, uh, who said uh, this can- one? Cannabis is not a useful plant. Not at all. Uh-uh. None of those. Of none fact. of those thousands and thousands of uses are are worth it. You know? N- none of those thousands none of uses of... are useful. <laughs> right. As a matter of fact, it's damaging the brains of our youth. Hey, who said this one? Have you ever met that funny reefer man? He says that he swam to China, sell you South Carolina. Then you know you're talking to that reefer man if he says he walks the ocean. Anytime he take, anytime he takes an ocean. Then you're talking to that funny reefer man. Then you're talking to that funny reefer man. Reefer man? Get some good rhythm there, yeah. Jamie. Funny yeah. reefer. I, oh, I was trying to read it, but it was too hard to just read it like a person talking because that's a great song. That's, <laughs> that's, I was just going to tell you, that's Reefer Man, the song Reefer Man from Cab Calloway. So check it out. That's a classic. It's pretty awesome. You should supplement your reefer madness viewing with that because it's, it's kind of in that same era. And uh, it's, the, it's the upside of cannabis during that time. Um, okay, the last one for you guys to guess. This is great. The biggest killer on the planet is stress. And I think the best medicine is and always has been cannabis. Oprah. What insightful individual. Montel. Willie Nelson said that in, <laughs> in January 1991 in High Times Magazine. He was quoted as saying that. And nice. uh, Go I mean, away. I don't think a doctor could have spoken that any better. It really, stress is the biggest killer on the planet, and uh, cannabis is probably the best medicine to combat stress, the most easily accessible and, uh, you know, f- human-friendly. So, so here's, the, here's the one for our audiences. Who said this and when? So make sure if you send your email in, you have to tell us who said it and when. That means, like, in what instance? What was the context of which? Yeah, because it's pretty obvious. You can just Google whatever the fuck you want nowadays. Sure. I mean, sure. You know. So you might have to Google a little bit deeper. But uh, <laughs> here it is. <laughs> I like the way that sounded. Uh, okay, here it is. In strict medical terms, marijuana is far safer than many foods we commonly consume. Marijuana, in its natural form, is one of the safest therapeutically active substances known to man. Now, who said that, and when did they say it? So email that in, and uh, we'll send you off. We'll mention you on the show, 
Um, first name and state only, unless you want to, if you have a business or something, we'll be happy to, you know, give a shout out while we're mentioning that you want it and we'll uh, send you out a DVD. Info at cannabisagenda.com. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Dude, I totally just forgot. Ah, uh, I meant to give a shout out to someone earlier. Who's that? Good. <laughs> I forgot, man. I, there's this, there's this tiny dancer from from Montana. She was beautiful, and she could really dance. And uh, it was, uh, it was very nice to meet her. I, Wait, I, at, at I Hornings, her. there's a tiny dancer. At, at Hornings. Hornings, yes, awesome. of course. Uh, Yes, and um, I hope someday we'll we'll be able to dance again. But uh, she's in Montana, long, far, way away. So you know, life's crazy. But um, yeah, I totally meant to shout to give her a shout out earlier. So there's one now. All right, California update. So um, I only have a little bit from California tonight. Uh, there is in Eureka, California, which is up here in Humboldt County. Um, there's this uh, ordinance meeting, city ordinance, or um, yeah, Eureka City Ordinance meeting um, regarding uh, medical marijuana ordinance, and they're going to vote on it tonight, and it's very likely going to pass. Um, it has moved uh, the residential growing for patients uh, who grow for themselves to uh, let's see, tw- less. It must be less than 1,200 watts, less than 50 square feet, mm. and they must get a permit from the city's building department um and there'll be fines if you're not in compliance with it or if you're found out of compliance so i guess you won't get in trouble for it anymore hey did you did you say less than 1200 watts yep oh man that's not very much no not much at all is it oh bummer well i think the thing eureka's trying to do is, is they're trying to they want the big residential grows to stop. Mm-hmm. They want people to start moving into buildings and doing grows, you know, collectively and, and stuff like that. And that's what they're aiming at. Like, I, I don't even really want to get too much into exactly how this is going to work because this ordinance also has the commercial ordinance with it too for the uh, collectives. Oh. Um, it looks like they're going to allow, this is what I last read, um, four big or pretty big grows, you know, I mean, I'm not sure how big they're going to be, but they're going to be pretty big. And, um, those four can have two dispensaries each in Eureka. So there'll be eight dispensaries in Eureka. And then there's already a couple of wrong, along the outskirts that are in the unincorporated areas or whatever, you know, right. Um, so they're going to limit it to that. They want to have a lot of people start moving out of their, you know, doing commercial in their residence and start moving into that. But is that going to be easy to do? Is that an easy model? Like, hey, so, I mean, do you think it's even going to work like that, Matt? Do you think that people are going to start setting up in there randomly, like whoever wants to and be part of the collective or what? Hmm. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not quite sure without, without reading the, uh, the draft of the, what, you know, what they're actually voting on. But if they're only going to allow four collectives, that doesn't really seem like a lot of room for organization. Right. To me, I mean, right. you, so that's if, what I think. If you are, a, if you're a grower, you, um, you have to get along with one of these four organizations. 
Right, and that's the problem. I mean, all these people up here are so used to working for themselves and themselves only. And then to have to collect and, and get together with other people, and it's, it's going to be a major issue for people. They're not going to want to give up their autonomy. And, um, I mean, inevitable. it's inevitable that, that eventually it starts happening when, you know, people start banding together and working and more like like companies and I don't, stuff I don't and think less that's like a, individual houses and shit you know so, i don't think that's a bad idea necessarily but limiting it to four and and i guess you know our facts here might not be correct but assuming well, the, 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 the four is what's being voted on tonight i'm pretty sure dude so, okay so um, so yeah. assuming that that four is the number no i i don't think that's a good idea I don't well, you know, and that's a that's a totally different thing. That's like a philosophical thing. I mean, what's the better way for them to organize it? Well, I think they need to let people organize themselves and just yeah. work through mergers and buyouts and <laughs> and you know, I mean, it's America. We got the free market to figure shit out. It's America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's America. Fuck yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I have no problem with regulation. Uh, I just think over-regulating an industry and its, you know, prime and its kind of birth is a little ridiculous. It's like the government saying they know what's best for for this industry, and the government has not been in charge of running this industry for. But, but pot, they do a long time. The government you know? knows. The government knows all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they know how to spend our money. That's what they know. <laughs> they know how to screw what they know. up. They sure as hell do, and uh, they screwed this up for a long time, and now they just want to come in and and, and just regulate the shit out of it from the very beginning. I mean, it just doesn't seem to make sense to me. There's definitely things that there's there are on the show. We definitely when we run across like a uh, a regulation that seems fair, you know, we always are like that. That seems fair, but a lot of these seem ridiculous, and and there are so many individual proprietors in the Humboldt County area, how do you think they're just going to start, I mean, moving in and, you know, like in written up in Eureka. <laughs> I mean, did the, so that the grow, are you asking, are the growers are the indoor growers that currently live in Eureka, are they going to shut down from their house and start growing in the, these big warehouses, just like rent rooms in these big warehouses or become members of the collective and somehow get paid because they're members of the collective. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know at all. Um, I mean, it, it could work like that. You could set it up like that. It sounds kind of like it's the kind of the, a, a small version of the Oakland model that they're going with. It's, it's actually maybe not even a, dude, it might not even be a small version. It might be a big version. It might be a, a similar four. size version. Well, we'll yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I think it's, um, but so that if it if it's like set up like how Oakland is like if these are already in the you know in the bag for four groups, then wow, um, that's not what they're doing. You know they're going to move forward and do the same thing as Oakland, and they're not going to be setting it up like really like a collective. Um, so it could be already set up. I don't even know. You know we'll we'll see soon. Um, I'm hoping that it's got some sort of system to where people can make the decision to sort of start banding together and working out some sort of common space and stuff. Um, because the, you know, the fact of the matter is, is to some degree, we're still factory farming marijuana and that's got to continue to keep the supply that's necessary currently. 
But um, I mean, what's the deal? Like, why aren't why aren't why isn't the county like talking about who can do what as far as from an outdoor perspective? I mean, mm-hmm. when are they going to regulate some outdoor and say, all right, look, you can have a huge fucking field outdoor out here. We're not going to give you a hard time. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's not the county that's doing the regulations. This is the city. But for this one, it is. But I mean, I guess I'm just moving on to a different thing here and thinking about why, why, why isn't outdoor getting regulated at all from a local government perspective? You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I guess that it's probably, you know, who knows? But it's, it's not, and that that might be a good thing. Maybe you know, it's a good thing. It's potentially a good thing. It's not. Um, and this is, you know, this keeps begging the question. People are worried about that are insiders or have family or friends that work in the industry or who work in the industry at an entry level themselves or, or uh, whatever. Um, it begs the question of if it becomes legal, are they going to get shut out? And how do we keep, you know, mega corporations from taking over this business, which to a large majority has been very good for very good people. There's definitely been shady people in this business and there still are. And it's still, honestly, in my opinion, still a really chunk, big chunk of people that that aren't all that cool that are in this industry. But the majority, the vast majority is so cool, very, very honest and and, um, worthy people. Just like, you know, I haven't met that many like really bad people around mm. around cannabis and um i i think that they're really worried about their futures and are scared to compete with um corporate large corporations and, and i don't blame them it's a huge right. it's a huge issue for them um so we have a lot of listeners who are you know just probably don't even understand how that feels um because to them, they're just thinking, well, I just don't want to get fucking arrested for smoking pot, you know? And so full legality to them, they're like, dude, you know. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. They're not, they don't care about, um, yeah, they just want to be able to smoke cannabis. They may even, a lot of them may even, you know, here's the thing that really sucks, guys. A lot of people are going to just, in, in, uh, ah, can't talk right, enjoy Bud Light. You know, the Bud Light of beer that we, we pointed out last week that's kind of happening down in Oakland. One of those groups is definitely moving towards becoming a generic, cheap brand of pot, probably still seedless, but cheap. Um, so it will be available and people will, will probably there will be a decent amount of people who enjoy it. But yeah, I, can't, still, I can't imagine it not being Sensamia. I mean, uh, you'd have it, to, it will be right. Yeah, oh, yeah. You'd have to fuck up to make it to put seeds in your herb. Oh my Jesus. gosh! Can you, what a massive step backwards that would be. Yeah. Although I, uh, one of our one of our guests, our uh, um, our coming upcoming guests, um, uh, Johnny Stash, he was he was talking about uh, some some sabotage. Not his plans, but you know he's he's heard people about sabotaging some of these fifty eight pound uh, a day growth houses with pollen bombs. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> that's, that's like okay. the conspiracies that go around up here that the government has created a, a super might. That, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and and aphids, they just drop, they just drop live aphids in the air, flying ones. <laughs> and you they... mistake, 
you mistake them for fungus gnats forever until they start dying in your flowers. And then you're like, ouch, what the fuck are those? And you see, they're like giving live birth. Those were invented by the government. <laughs> I think they got me in Humboldt one time. It was atrocious. Little yep. bastards. That's where those mites came from. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Blame it on the yeah. feds. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that they're voting on that tonight. Yeah, we'll and we'll cover. We'll, we'll find cover out more for everybody week. and uh, see how that goes down and let you know what the you know what the results are. Yeah, what do so. people think about that? The industrialization of cannabis growing, the the Walmartization of weed. Let us yeah. know. Info at cannabis. Yeah, email us. Yeah, there's a lot of issues relating to it. I mean, you know, there's the connoisseur issue and what the industry is going to be like. Is it going to be more like beer, tobacco, wine, liquor? I mean, how, you know, what kind of model would you, you know, kind of compare it to, um, you know, do you think it should be corporate at all or it should remain the way it is? You know, what do you think about 215? Do you think 215 is kind of like a, you get to buy, you know, a license to buy pot? Send us emails. Tell us what you think about cannabis and just anything related to what we're talking about. We'll get into it. Um, and our, our email is info at canvasagenda.com. Uh, we got some Rocky Mountain high shit for you today, too, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of okay. which, we, we did we mentioned to our view, our listeners last week that uh, we were going to cover Colorado in depth this week. And we're not going to do that. And we should apologize Oops. to our listeners for that. Yeah. Yeah. We still will do that, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Just... We, we, we were planning on doing that. And we we're planning on covering uh, some of the other medical states as well in, in some more depth. We are. We're going to make a little format change in the future, but we really want to know our shit when we could talk, when we, when we do it. So we don't want um, to do it while we're mobilized and all over yeah, the state. And yeah. I think our viewers, uh, our listeners, that rather uh, deserve a little bit. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it justice. Yeah, when we start making changes, we we want to do it right from the you know as much from the beginning as possible. So um, we kind of what we did last week was a kind of an impromptu change, and we started talking about California way more in depth and kind of starting from the beginning for people that just didn't know because there's I think there's people that just don't know the whole story to California. Living in California, I assume sometimes that the whole world understands how it works in California, but they don't. So I started just kind of getting into California really, really deeply last week. And um, we'll start doing that more with individual states and places and issues in the future. But we just want to do it right for y'all. So. Right on. Moving on to the Rocky Mountain High. Rocky Mountain Colorado. Ah, well, you know, you remember we've talked, uh, probably discussed it numerous times in previous shows about the fact that the, the legislation and the whole legal climate involving cannabis in Colorado has gone at such a rapid pace. Inevitably, there will be some kind of a backlash or a loop around where, you know, adjustments are going to be made and they're going to try to contain things. Well, it's on. Uh, it is going strong right now as we speak, actually. Um, several Colorado, well, numerous Colorado pot shops uh, will, are facing closure under some tough new rules that have been implemented. Um, probably nearly about a fifth of their uh, dispensary operators could be forced out of business, um, I think as, in, as soon as in the next few weeks. Um, because of new state rules that they have, they barred some convicted felons from pot business um, and the, the FDA, had a, I mean, the DEA rather had a lot to do with that. Um, they estimated, the DEA estimated that uh, up to about 18% of the current dispensaries may be shuttered by the, the new no felony rule. 
and uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty hefty. Um, owners with felony drug convictions face a lifetime ban from the from cannabis business. So let you apply, and it's on an individual basis, a one a case by case basis, or what? Yeah, that's pretty hefty too. It's like seventy five hundred to eighteen thousand dollars, depending on what level license. I think I understand that they have three different levels of licenses that they offer. It's 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 gauged on how many people. Like I think one's two hundred people or less, and then one's like up to five hundred, and then there's one that's like over five hundred. It's for those behemoth big ones that serve like thousands of patients, and uh. They uh, in, in that process of doing that, actually, they took applications and the last the, the deadline for applications was yesterday. No, it was Sunday, I believe. And uh, just yesterday they had some uh, some hearings. They called emergency hearings, uh, their rule hearings to to try to make the rules because it's H.R. Uh, 1284. That is their their cannabis legislation, their medical pot legislation, and it and it stipulates a lot of things. Well, it actually mentions a lot of things, but it doesn't stipulate the details about it. Like one of them was uh, residency. That's the one they're immediately talking about, and uh, they have to establish residency and prove that you have uh, at, uh, legitimate re- Colorado residency to be involved in the business there. And it didn't say the details of what constitutes residency and what, you know, is required to do that. So they're hashing all this stuff out as we go along and we'll keep an eye on it. There's a, it looks to, things are going to get a lot more, a lot, lot more strict in the, in the very near future. So what do you think? You think it's a good idea or a bad idea? You know what? Felons to get I, in the business? I, I think it's, I think in one on one hand it, it makes sense. You don't want convicted felon like like criminal people to do this. If somebody's got like a a, a rap sheet and they've got like you know all kinds of financially uh, oriented and burglary and all this kind of nefarious stuff on there, then maybe that makes sense. I can kind of see some sense in that to a point. But the the fact that these their drug convictions, I don't. I think that's kind of hokey. What if somebody got caught for having cannabis because the ridiculous laws were stupid in the first place, and now the laws are changed so they're <laughs> exempted because of the way the laws were previously? That's that's asinine on its face, in my opinion. So I, I don't know. It's a mixed bag, but I think this mixed bag is is leaning way more toward like bogus. <laughs> you know, there's you'd push the bogus button. I think I would push that sucker. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's hard to say, dude. There's some, you know, certain felonies. There's a point, um, right? And then I again, mean, you know, they're serving a product up that you're going to ingest. So I need they need to be trustworthy people, and they're involved in think, something that's regulating something that you usually you're using medicinally. So I need to trust these people, and you need to be on the up. And like maybe they should define what felonies they're you know actually going to stop. Like if it's like murder or rape. Or yeah, child I, molestation, or um, you know, uh, organized crime, or burglary, or um, you know, like selling crack, or you know, coke. I, th- I think or, a lot of these. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Where do you stop? What? I think, I think a lot of these guys were busted for growing or selling pot. I think so, and, and I understand, and that's totally different, right? And that's why I mean, if you, what if you, you know, how I'm just saying there, you start defining the reasons and um because i mean you know dude you know eventually eventually one of the ideas one of the cool things would be for the mafia and the drug gangs not to be involved in right 
in the marijuana trade. You know what? That's an awesome point that you make. And that is one of the downsides, I would say. Like, the DEA says that about 28% of these uh, pot shop owners have criminal uh, records for drug offenses. So that's a, that's a big portion of them. And I think effectively what that would do was that would just the people that get exempted by the no felony rule will likely just go back into the black market. Uh, right. You know, that's a step backwards. That's not benefiting anybody. Sure. Plus none so of you, those things are going to get taxed. So there's all. But, that so, you, so let me get this straight. You just took what I, you just took what I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> and you turned it on me kind of <laughs> in a way. I pirate. And, and, and you used it as proof. <laughs> to prove that that is actually a bad idea. Yeah. Wow, Jamie. Yeah, was fucker, dude. You just <laughs> took that. I owned it for a second, and now you own it. Bastard. You might be right, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you know, an even bigger blow uh, to many of these pot shops might be taking an effect on September 1st. When the dispensaries will be require, required to produce seventy percent of all the pot they sell, so that's going to change a lot. And that that would, I guess, that would kind of ward off the whole possibility of Walmartization in a sense. I mean, if they have they, to, they regulated outdoor there in Colorado. You know, um, well, the some of the issues that we pointed out. I mean, there were some areas that said that they had to uh, boulder had that ridiculous requirement where they had to produce, uh, it all had to be produced with offset. Yeah. A hundred percent solar. And so they said, well, we're going to grow outdoor more. And they said, well, you can't grow outdoor in these certain zones, types of zones. And it was just, it's a, it's an ongoing really dispute. I don't think they've got that all hashed out yet. Okay. Yep. But so far, I don't know. Beyond the regular recommendations or, uh, you know, guidelines for what you're allowed to grow and so forth, I don't think they've specifically regulated, you know, like statewide that yet. And it's a big yet. You know, there's a lot of big yets on everything you say about Colorado legislation right now as far as the pot laws go because they're, uh, they're rolling through it. And they're going to they're, – what they're trying to do – people just absolutely stormed that state for good reason because it's a great place. It's a gorgeous place, and they have awesome pot business, cannabis business going on there. And it's a good place where you can get your medicine and so forth. There's all these attributes and positive reasons to go there, and people have in droves. And they really don't want to – they want to kind of curtail that trend. And that's, that's the biggest thing that they're trying to do. So, you know, we'll have to watch that. And hopefully it's not, you know, kind of a wedge issue where they try to, you know, keep closing things down and keep controlling things till it's overregulated and it, you know, starts to render the, the whole legislation somewhat more in go back to black market. I mean, yeah, yeah it's exactly I mean, what happened. It, 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 did it feel like that was what was happening in LA, Matt? Cogs, are you there? To some extent. Yeah. Uh, you think so? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the shops down there, are, they're a little bit shady. They, they got a <laughs> kind of backstreet feel to them. They don't yeah. have the no felony rule there. <laughs> Hell no. They don't. No, no, they don't. Not in the land of earthquakes and high crime rates. They definitely do not. <laughs> You'd be like, where can I get some medical butt? They'd be like, uh, the Joe was over on the Joey. of second. <laughs> go, and, down, yeah. go down and see Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's it, for sure. Okay, I was kind of feeling that too, you know, now that I hadn't put it into those words before exactly that bluntly, I don't think, but it felt like things were kind of moving back underground and they were yeah. operating more illegal, even more illegally, um, especially since that ordinance in LA um, was, you know, passed and, and actually they started kind of going by it, so... You know, this, this Colorado thing is throwing people off a lot because a lot of these people are owning business. They just wanted to own the store itself, the dispensary itself. And now they're forced to run a store and a growing operation, and they're really just completely ill-prepared to do all that. So it's I know somebody that doesn't like that. I know somebody that that really kind of pisses off. Yeah, you know Matt they have pisses Matt off. <laughs> they have a the state <laughs> not like of res- revenue in Colorado is who regulates this. It's their medical cannabis division. And, and believe it or not, their office is in the Greyhound Racing Track. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, you can throw about 40 bucks on your on your, uh, on your pick while you're getting your, you know, regulations and signing your forms, I guess. Dude, That's what, right. I, I thought that Greyhound, oh man, what, dude? Yeah, and they're understaffed from what I understand. There's one guy, named, his name is Matt Cook, and he's the lead, he leads the enforcement of all their pot licenses in the state. And he's got like thousands of applications to go through. And they said he has no idea how long it'll take to process all this because he only has three employees and no supplies to process. And they're they're all three, busy three gambling. Yeah, they don't even have any signage. So I guess you got to go to the bookie or whatever and go, hey, dude, <laughs> okay, I'll give you a, you know, I'll give you a three to one on the, No, no, I just want to find the weed office. I, I, I want a dispensary. The line. weed office. Like, yeah, I can sell you one of those too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that greyhounds didn't even exist anymore. I mean, not like as a species, meaning like they weren't right. Ra- they still race greyhounds. Yeah, no, maybe maybe they just shouldn't. I don't know. That's an argument. Sure, it's not a greyhound bus station. <laughs> no, it's a greyhound <laughs> racing. Yeah. Oh. Yep. All right. You guys want to know? You guys want to know what I'm doing? What are you doing? You'll never guess. Okay. Smoking pot. No, I'm not yet. I'm doing something in preparation. Something you might have done in college. Oh. Making a groove tube. Yeah, blow tube. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're in Wyoming. You're real fucking paranoid. Yeah. Remember, remember wet towels. Before. Yeah, for sure. Oh, there's already a towel. <laughs> they might aim to eradicate. Is it wet? Towel. Did you make that towel wet? It's wet. Yeah, I soaked it. Well. Yep. That's the, the norm. I, I did do that in college. I had a box fan that I put in the window perfectly to suck out and um, to blow out. And then I groove. We call them groove tube. Gro- yeah, I like that better. And, uh, blow tube. It's groovier. It's groovier. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely groovier, right? And uh, and what that is is a toilet paper roll or a uh, um, paper towel roll yeah, with, with some, some uh, dish or uh, dryer dryer sheets, dryer sheets. Yeah, in it. yeah totally and then rubber banded nice. to it and you just blow the I smoke used, through um, it and then the- i use the 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 um you know the ready-made coffee bag you know that they leave in the hotel rooms the coffee you know the coffee that right. comes in the pouch uh-huh yeah I stuff that into a into a cup okay so you're gonna blow it, blow it through coffee through coffee yeah because i don't have any dryer sheets Oh. You bring cigarettes too. Does that adulterate the flavor of the of the cannabis? I would figure so. 
sure a little so. bit, but it, if it's decent coffee, then it's pretty awesome. I bet you're gonna drink that shit. <laughs> a little additive. That's that's a you're gonna drink that <laughs> tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's gonna be interesting. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna drink it. I use the decaf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fake hurt you. You won't even be able to taste it at all. It won't get you high or anything. All right, so are, you, are you suggesting I should? Take the decaf out. Put in the regular coffee I'm going to use in the morning. Into man, you shouldn't be wasteful, <laughs> man. You shouldn't be wasteful. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not you know, eco. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, did you wipe your ass with the toilet paper before you used the toilet paper roll, or did you just waste a bunch let's, of toilet paper? Too? Let's move on. Right. <laughs> 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 All right, we got news from the Fed. Is what we've got uh -huh. from the Fed. From the Fed, makes it. I don't like that. It makes it sound like it's, it's the, the damn Fed. You don't like the, the title the of, the, of the section? The Fed. It's like uh, no, I don't. It's like um, the Fed is like about money and um, hmm. you know, our currency. Well, the, the Fed our, in term is. Yeah, if the Federal Reserve. If federal that's what you mean, government. Like, the Federal yeah, the, Reserve is that, what's known the, as the Fed, though. Yeah, it's contextual. No, I think the Fed, yeah, it is contextual. The, the Fed, it just means federal, right? Yeah. Don't like it. Hey, <laughs> hey email us. What do yeah, you think? Let that's us just know. A, that's just that a vibe. Is, that's just the energy you're getting off the off the Fed. News from the Fed. If I said it like Mr. T, would it be cooler? Dun, 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 dun. Email us and let us know. because like, Let us know if you'd know. like Pat's Mr. T voice with the News for the Fed title. <laughs> <laughs> or if you like the name in general. Got some News from the Fed, fool. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Jamie's got it, too. We'll rock that shit. That's what we got to do to make that name work. But I think we need another name for it. This so what's is happening this, uh, this week? Oh, oh, oh. So this is, a, this is about the VA, which is Veteran Affairs. Um, so... This is about medical marijuana, and um, it's about their, they now have an official stance on medical marijuana. They could change it at any time. It's not, they have no rules. They could change it tomorrow. You right. know, President Obama could come out and scold them and be like, now look. And, you know, and they'd stop, and they'd, they'd fucking rewrite this fucker and shred everything they just wrote, and that would be what, that'd be their, their thing. So you can't get too excited, but they did just uh, basically approve of medical pot use by veterans in states that allow it. And they will not lose their benefits or anything like that. And they can put their um, they can put their um, on their records. The doctors will write like some mm -hmm. statement, and that'll mean that they're using pot or whatever. And so they'll be able to kind of keep track of it within their medical history, so that you know it's in med actual medical history. So too. so, so it's kind of ambiguous. But this, this clip, we're going to play the clip. Wait, what? is this is this the federal government saying that medical marijuana officially has approved? Value? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, that's why I was telling you not to get you know your panties all wet or anything because <laughs> they're dude, because they're, uh, they're I'm dripping. <laughs> <laughs> um, because um, they could change this at any time, and this is just the VA. This is not you know like Congress or anything. Oh. It's just it's a bureaucracy. So it, it could be forced to change by the federal government tomorrow if, if the Senate or the House starts to make an issue of it. So, um, we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. But for now, it's, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Um, but, you know, just, just cool off. Don't Very sweat that good. shit. We, uh... Don't sweat that shit too much. But listen to the clip. The clip is from Montana, speaking of sweating. 
and um like play it. New information affecting veterans and the use of medical marijuana. The Department of Veterans Affairs released a directive late last month with a plan to fill the gap between state and federal law. And while it isn't exactly a new policy, it's a little peace of mind for some patients. Federal government still has not recognized the medical use of marijuana in terms of the law, and so you're engaging in an activity which the federal government does not see as legal. But in a directive released on July 22nd, the Department of Veterans Affairs is hoping to make that gray area between VA doctors and medical marijuana patients a little more black and white. But the big one is the benefits. You know, that's what the veterans have been really concerned about is losing their benefits, losing their medical care. Carl Jensen, a Great Falls attorney, has always advised his clients to check with their VA benefits before beginning medical marijuana. And while he hasn't seen serious problems between the VA and patients here in Montana, for him it's good to see an official written policy allowing medical marijuana use in the 14 states where the drug is already legal. Uh, certainly I think it makes uh, veterans, at least some of them, more comfortable. Uh, but it would be nice to see it go further than it has. VA staff would mm -hmm. add the use of medical marijuana to a non-VA medication section of a patient's medical record, giving doctors and staff a chance to discuss medical issues or conflicts of treatments and letting patients openly share that they use medical marijuana without the fear of losing benefits. And while it's a big step toward the federal government accepting medical marijuana, it isn't a permanent change. I mean, they could change their their position a month from now, six months, a year, next president. It, w it would be nice if the federal government said this is a state's rights issue and they're going to leave it to the state. really haven't done that and hopefully sometime in the future they will make that step. Medical marijuana patients still won't be allowed to carry their marijuana onto VA property and VA doctors will not write recommendations for medical marijuana. So the doctors can't write recommendations or anything like that. That'd have been really crazy if they got started to get into that well, business. Yeah, you know what? Then, then it would be a definite uh, conflict because they they would be so hypocritical. I don't. I mean, legally, that would set a precedent, wouldn't it? I mean, they couldn't say no, this is outlawed, and then actually yeah. right. <laughs> they could start doing it, allowing their doctors to do it, and then the government could stop it, and then it would be not. They wouldn't be able to do it anymore. Yeah. I mean. Well, man, thank goodness that these guys have got this outlet, at least what they have so far right now, because, you know, there's a ton of people, increasing uh, rosters of people that are, you know, military veterans that need, that that have PTSD, you know, and other ailments and conditions. So that's that's awesome. Like we should yeah. give everything we can to uh, American citizens, but especially those guys, you know, that have served us. Yeah. I, and and uh, it, it's it's pretty cool that it's they're actually that's a branch of the, a bureaucracy of the federal government saying hey it's okay it's okay yeah. you can use your dope it's all good amazing smoke that shit up man so we yeah. got the we got the good news and the bad news from the Fed this time that that's kind of how that's kind of how I feel about it so that that was a um that was a let's see where was that one from KFBB Channel Five and ABC. Let's see, which is like Great Falls and Helena, Montana, not Missoula, but it's uh, it's um, their big thing here. So right over in one of their banners when I was looking at the story earlier um, was uh, a no on Prop 19, and it had a yeah. picture of uh, Jerry Brown, 
and a picture of Meg Whitman. So did we 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 missed that, right? I guess Meg Whitman officially came out against it. She she I think she has been all along. Yeah. The whole time. So currently in California, there's no governor in the major between the major parties running that supports Prop 19. Bummer. One of the, gu- the gubernatorial candidates, right? Yeah, for governor, the gubernatorial. Goober. Can we just keep yeah. Arnold? <laughs> yeah. Well, I never thought I'd ever scream that, but yeah. Yeah. I, he's down with pot, man. He is. He's Arnie totally likes down. It. He's, he's yeah, I'm, I, this is gonna. It's gonna really suck having an executive in charge of the state government. It's not cool with with pot. Maybe maybe they'll be fine with. We need to find out what their stances are on medical pot, and uh, see what they think about that. Because that's a big thing. If they're gonna come in and fight against it, fuck them. We need to make a. How do we? Uh, we can't. They're the major parties, right? One of them is gonna be governor. So, uh, ouch. That really sucks. Yeah. That really sucks, dude. So what else? You got another story from the Fed, right? Yeah, yeah. You get the good. You get the good news, and I guess I got the not so good news. Actually, this is not so good news. It it has to do with the drugs are and negative uh, uh, sentiment about Prop 19 and so forth. But it also is really kind of has a, a, a positive lining in there because, in, in that in that sense, it's kind of an update of sorts because we talked about those giant pot farms that they've been busting and they have a, they've organized a concerted effort. And of course, they have a code name because you can't be involved in any kind of uh, widespread organized effort with the government and not have a code name because it just it would suck it wouldn't be fun and they wouldn't be able to throw it around so this time their code name is operation trident doesn't that sound cool oh yeah that that sounds sophisticated yeah yeah highly and uh what they're doing like a a minty breath mint yeah this one's about dan kurlikowski the current drug czar (laughs) you know this is this is a this is a, a, a a kind of Theory, a conspiracy theory thing I've heard lately. If you say Dan Kurlikowski three times in a row really fast and, and you concentrate on Bud, you will be, and then you look around your house, you'll be able to find a, a lost chunk of Bud somewhere. I heard that that's true. <laughs> that's awesome. I tried it. I tried it. I focused it. I relaxed and cleared my mind and I went Dan Kurlikowski, Dan Kurlikowski, Dan Kurlikowski. And then I started checking around and no kidding, man, two out of three times I found a chunk of bud. So Dan so thank Kurlikowski you, is the patron saint of lost marijuana. Is that what you're getting? It is fantastic. And I want to give him uh, some kudos and a shout out for that. Thank yeah, you thank so you. much. Thank you very much. For all, all the completely Dan Kurlikowski. For, for all the completely rotten and, and horrendous shit that you do us, um, we do really appreciate. There's a top, there's an upside in, in some minute ways. So thank you for that. But uh, yeah. Kurlikowski was in Fresno here recently um, to announce the results of this Operation Trident. It is focused on the pot farms on public lands that we were talking about in, I think, last show. Um, it's in the foothills and the mountains of Tulare, Fresno, and Madera counties. And he said, he pointed out how the state and local jurisdictions have dealt with the state's legalization of cannabis, saying they are, and he quoted, doing a really good job of licensing, land use, those kind of regu- regulations. But in announcing this uh, crackdown, um, and in comments by uh, Benjamin Wagner, he's the U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Columbia, it's clear where their where their stance and their priorities are. I mean, they're, it's squarely on these large scale uh, cannabis operations. Now, the the good part I say, the kind of silver lining is, is that most of these people 
or most of these big giant farms are uh, the Mexican nationals from the uh, the cartels. And they found close to like three dozen weapons, a bunch of cocaine, a ton of methamphetamine, and a lot of other stuff with it. And so, I mean, in that sense, it's, I don't know, it's a hazy kind of positive silver lining. But, uh, you know, a lot of these people are kind of bad folks. But well, I mean, growing weed on federal land is totally whack. Yeah. Especially if you're going out and beautiful, you know, anywhere. I mean, you need to have your own land. The central San Joaquin Valley. That's where right. It's all over the place down there. Huge groves. And and I mean that's that's you know, we've been talking about it and and I I would like to see that stuff stop. So are they essentially like starting to say kind of say that we're kind of starting to sympathize our efforts towards the really outrageous illegal things like that that the federal government should be concerned about because it is federal land and that is their jurisdiction. A a kind of indirect way. I I think they'd hasten to admit that, you know, we're on the same page to some degree in in at least some areas. (laughs) I don't think they would want to say that, but yeah. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, they they got like uh, this recent raids that they did were resulted in like over 100 arrests and they got more than 430,000 plants which that part I'm not too excited about, but um, they, you know, here's some of this, the ridiculous shit that law enforcement pulls all the time. This, this is government propaganda crap, but they, the authorities estimated that the confiscated weed that they got had estimated street value of more than $1.7 billion. Sounds huge, right? Wow. It's always like, they always reduce the amount of people that are at a peaceful protest and they always increase the amount of stash that they catch <laughs> with somebody. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, yeah, and that's a sophisticated grow operation. Fresno County Sheriff Margaret Mims put the value at $4,000 a plant. Well, I guess this is outdoor, so maybe that's more realistic. They could really pull a couple pounds off a plant easy. I know. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, oh, for sure. Maybe that's definitely. the dealio with that. But, yeah. yeah they're, you definitely do. Kurlikowski. And remember that, guys. Dan Kurlikowski, Dan Kurlikowski, Dan Kurlikowski. Check your house and you'll find, man, check the cushions and everything. Find that little chunk of bud. Maybe you can send him a little email and say, thanks, Dan Kurlikowski. You rock, sort of. You rock when right. you're not totally sucking hardcore. Um, but he said he was hopeful that as this Operation Trident continues and as California voters learn more about Prop 19, this is a big quote. They won't vote for it. As they learn more about Prop 19, a.k.a. as we put a bunch of slanderous bullshit all over the fucking place. Yeah, they're going to spend a boatload of money on this, man. It's coming hard and fast and soon. And, uh, you know, I wonder how much money that, you know, pro Prop 19 has to spend on this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't subscribe to cable, but I think I'm going to subscribe to cable for the election season, just so uh, we can record some of these commercials for our listeners. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh my gosh! It's going to be a service. Hey, hey, can can out of state people vote? I mean, send money to the Prop 19 campaign. That's a real good question. We should find out the answer to that. Yeah, well, definitely. That shouldn't I, be too I difficult to figure. I think so. Um, because I, they need it. I mean, I, I, you're allowed to give to uh, candidates from other, you know, jurisdictions, campaigns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jay Selhoffner. Yeah. That's exactly. a good example. Oh, yeah. yeah totally. I, I don't see why not, but we should, we'll get a more definite answer for our listeners about that. Mm-hmm. We, we should get an interview with someone from the camp, night, from, from Prop 19 camp. We mm-hmm. should. Sure, sure. We should. A, we sure. will.
Very good idea. We'll put it. It's on the agenda. It's on. It's on the agenda. So it'll be on the agenda. Locked in. Um. Yep. Yep. You. Uh, you got any, any more mean things to say about this uh, person that works for the federal government? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, thanks for the bud, dude. Yeah. But, uh, thanks. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely try it out, man. I mean, like I said, two out of three times it worked for me. I mean, the third time I found some flakes in a little couple leaf bits, but so I didn't count that one. But I guess if you want to get technical, I found some bud every time. So, man, you know, I knew it was good for something. Dan Kurlikowski. Yeah. I can't even say it. Dan Kurlikowski. Yeah. Yeah. That's your guy. He's like the same. He hooked it up. Some bud. Not so positive he's my guy, but. <laughs> You guess you find your weed, you stoner. But yeah, yeah. In that in that context, he really kind of I guess he kind of was my dude, Dan Kulikowski. He's my guy. He's your guy. I got some grow <laughs> tips, people. I got some grow tips. Hey, I awesome. got two tips today. One for newbies. Hey, hey um, the, if you're are, are we gonna start doing this regularly? Uh, grow tips. Whenever I feel like it. <laughs> well <Okay. laughs> uh, <laughs> um, newbies so if you're new at this what you need to know about pot and uh, it's a photo uh, it's sensitive to photo period so when you're flowering marijuana you want kind of you know in an artificial area you want 12 hours of darkness and 12 hours of light so during that cycle of 12 hours of darkness, it's, the, it's actually the darkness is, that's setting it, kicking in the, the hormones to create flowering. So during that period, if you interrupt the, the dark cycle with light, with too much light, or even with specific spectrums, it can start to stress out your flowers. Uh, some people believe it's even possible that it can hermaphrodite your hermaphrodite the flowers. You want to be careful about light leaks, although I know some people that aren't. And um, you want to try and plug up as much of that as possible, and you want to try to not go in your room, if possible, during the night. If you do, it's best to use a green light to go in there, and a green light works that a real green light a green led because you don't just want to like put a piece of green tape over a flashlight or you know transparent plastic over a flashlight you actually want a green led because the plants know the difference the light color comes from the bulb itself and um if it penetrates you know if it penetrates the the, the leaf can't the canopy of the leaf and it, it notices it's there it can start photosynthesis and it can stress out your your flowers green light won't do that so you can go in your in your room when it's dark with the green light anytime you want and it won't screw up your flowers so if you need to spread sometimes spraying people that are spraying stuff need to go mm -hmm. in at night so get a real green light just just it, it'll 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 do you a lot better i've seen people doing it with just like regular flashlights and then just put like green plastic over it or, mm -hmm. or and, and then some some people just go in with that some people don't worry about it so much and they certain strains will be very good about being interrupted and certain other ones won't and it just sucks to learn the hard way so uh for newbies my best advice is to be cool and not go in your room with regular light use a green light very nice Yep, I got one for, you know, more experienced growers, too. Everybody cool. knows that your lights need to be uh, a certain height above your plants because mm -hmm. it'll burn them um, if they're not. But there's a fine line between what burning is and what burning isn't. And when you started this, you may not think 
something is burning when it is burning because to you you're like oh my god growing weed wow it looks so beautiful but you might really be burning your buds and and your buds don't always need to look burnt to be burnt they can they can experience too much heat uh, from the light being too close and it can have other symptoms it can start making the leaves tweak it can stop growth it can make your buds elongate and um, not stay compact, which you would prefer them to stay more dense and compact. Instead, they'll lengthen and they'll be more spindly. Um, and uh, and it can just burn your flowers, um, which can also, if it burns too many flowers or if that burn sits there for too long or gets a really high humid humidity period, it can start the beginning of some rot too. So you wanna be really careful with your light height. And uh, what I found is, is, is light height can be pretty low, like right when you flip a plant into its flower stage. But, but once those sets have really formed in, like, and you have a lot of flower sets, you're gonna wanna back your, unless you have it high enough already, but you're gonna back it off a little bit and, and watch for signs of burning. And, and signs of burning are often yellowing in hot spots underneath lights. Um, and if you see it, it's usually a sign of heat stress. If you're just following, like a, a, if you're following a normal regimen, um, it's probably heat stress. It's probably not a lack of nitrogen. Most of the nutrients out there have plenty of nitrogen. If you're following the directions, you should have enough. So you could have, I mean, it's possible you have a strain that just needs more nitrogen, but, but my guess is, is, is you're getting a little bit of light burn. So back your light up just a little bit and it should, uh, it should, should help things out. Um, that's, awesome. that's yeah, yeah. That's the that's what I've really found, and I've seen it in a lot of buds. I've seen like I see light burn all the time in buds that mm -hmm. I've got. So like you know, um, it's it typically takes a lot longer for people to realize that because of what I'm saying. You know, like for a long time you're like wow, it's weed, wow, it's weed, and then you start <laughs> getting like you know a little bit more picky and a little bit more picky and a little bit more picky, and over time you're like holy shit, this what, what why is this weed? much better than this with the same strain this guy does so much better than i do what the fuck you know and you <laughs> start like you know like looking into it and finding it and, and that's one of the things i found is that light height really makes a big deal especially late in flower you can really fuck up your mm. buds and not get them as dense and as nice as other people do so mm. uh excellent good advice those yeah, are tips of the week hey you know what i have a question can i ask a, a question mr pot green yeah, what's up? And Cogs, you can chime in if you'd like. But I want to know this. I'm, I'm, pretend I'm the call-in person. Yeah, yeah, uh, Pot, my question for you is this. I have some great beans from some awesome strains, and I want to preserve them. What's the best way to store cannabis seeds? I know this one. You know, I don't know. You do? You yeah, got it? to preserve pretty much anything that's alive. It's, it's the same thing. You mm -hmm. want oh. cool, dark, and dry. Awesome. Cool, dark, and dry for anything to preserve anything. Cool, dark, and dry. So what I do with my with all of my seeds for you know my vegetables and my uh, you know anything I plant in my garden or um, my cannabis seeds, anything they get vacuum sealed in a plastic bag when when they're dry. You know there's no water in the plastic bag. It's a dry, mm -hmm. dry inside, and they get vacuum sealed, and they get labeled. You know so I know what's in there, and then mm -hmm. they all go in a in a. a cardboard box that holds all of my seeds that I put in my refrigerator. Awesome. Uh, you don't, you know, you don't really need to use your refrigerator. That might be a little overboard, but you know, if, if you have a, a basement or, um, you know, a, a cool closet somewhere, somewhere that's not going to get light or heat. 
Uh-huh. Just so it's at least really cool. Yep. Not just awesome. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for that. Hopefully that helps out some listeners. And- Thanks for the question, Jamie. We need our listeners to send in those. Thank you. And hey, guys, I love your show. Keep up the good work. <laughs> okay, bye. You, you, you can keep seeds around for years that way. I don't know what the longest surviving seed is, but I'm sure it's many, many, many. It's probably, I bet the longest, the oldest seed we know of, I bet it's thousands of years. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's cool. Oh, so Panama Red definitely exists somewhere. Oh, do you know this? I think so. Well, it has to. If they can last thousands of years, some, some oh, old someone, head's someone got one in his it. couch yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan Kurlikowski, Dan Kurlikowski, Dan Kurlikowski. You know, that's actually a job you can kind of get now. It's a new area of anthropology that people can work in. Um, Seed hunting? There are species, yeah, strain hunters. Nice. out of uh, the Netherlands. I'm um, down with it, man. When I get that, cool? that'll be the holy grail when I find some cannabis or some Panama red seeds from the, the actual old, real, authentic, like Chong's favorite Panama red. Yeah, absolutely. I've been trying to convince a buddy of mine to get into that because he's all into anthropology and he does a lot of stuff around the Mayan ruins down in Guatemala. And nice. um, I've been, you know, really trying to say, come on, do some like, because he's, you know, He's really oriented towards this stuff anyway, and mm-hmm. would love it if he'd get into it so we could get some like firsthand account, firsthand accounts of what it's like to kind of be searching for um, historical and anthro- anthropologic stuff related to cannabis. Hey, you know what? Really the cool. the greenhouse seeds guys from Amsterdam they mm-hmm. they did a they have a series. It was called the Seed Hunters. I think you can find it on YouTube. I'm not sure, but if you search around on the web a little bit, I know you can probably turn it up pretty easily. And it was a series. It's called the Seed Hunters. I think it is. It may be called the Strain Hunters, actually. But anyway, it's something similar to that, and you can find it. And those guys actually went like to global locations. They went deep into Africa, and they had to like infiltrate these kind of tight knit villages and places and get and get some people to trust them. And they had they operated as their runners, and they went deep into country and contacted these other people and said, "Look, as their as their kind of as their voice to speak for them." And they said, "Look, these guys are legit." And, you know, they want to come in here and they paid them money to allow them passage to go in there. And they they retrieve some really great, great strains from from uh, different locales, you know. So that's it's pretty interesting. You mentioned that. That's uh, super cool stuff, dude. Yeah. Really interested to have you seen that? You should more. check that out. Oh, yeah. I, I've never heard of it. Was, oh, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Was that on like a PBS thing or something like that? Um, I don't know for sure. I don't. It was kind of some off thing. I think I got it on a series like on on youtube or something i would just kind of i think i saw it on cable dude i think i saw it on cable yeah it may very well have been i mean it wasn't anything obscene or anything like that so it should it could have certainly ran and something like that it's pretty interesting i got it off youtube though you know those guys the greenhouse seeds they did another thing where they they colored they color seeds they put them in a big giant like steel stainless steel like industrial looking it looks like something you'd make dough dough in or something and it spins them around and, it, and it, they have this coloring process, and it colors certain strains. And it's, like, non-toxic, like, organic, like, stuff. It doesn't affect the seed at all. And, like, so so if you have a, a ton of beans, like, the, the yellow ones are super silver haze, and, like, the pink ones are train wreck, you know? It's pretty neat. They've got a video about that, too. So just a few view, viewing tips. They got, a, to check they got a video for everything. They do. It's kind of like an app, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they got a nap for everything too. You're funny. <laughs> You're a funny guy. Hey, we don't have a nugget today, dude. We haven't had a nugget in a long time. 
I'm telling you, man. I'll get Dan, the list. Dan Kurlikowski, and you'll have one. You'll have, you'll find your nugget that way. Yeah. yeah, and we don't we don't really have any good news of the week either. We're really skipping out on a lot of stuff this week. Should we, we stop talking about what we're skipping out on and when we're skipping? Yeah, you know, we we let them know. It's it's a somewhat relaxed show. We're we're oh. we're mobilized. You know, that, and, uh, that, that veterans affairs news was pretty good news. That's fantastic yeah. news. Yeah. We just didn't save it for the yeah. end of the show, I guess. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Well, Thanks just to it. reiterate. Well, you, since it's from Montana, you can play the clip at the end of the show if you want to again. Yeah. No, we already played it. Oh, okay. I can't break the rules. You think our listeners want to hear it twice? No, Maybe. I don't think so. I think they're bored yeah. with, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, And we don't really have much else next week we're going to have an update with uh jay selkoffner right from from wisconsin yeah we'll give you an update on how he's doing hopefully we'll be able to get him on the phone hopefully that would be great if all three of us could like get on there and just ask him how things are going and see what's happening over there that would be interesting um yeah got a couple ideas in the works see if he wants to you know what he's what he's up to and if he wants to comment you know about how things are going yeah jay is a candidate in a rural um state um legislator wisconsin legislature um yeah, district in Wisconsin, and he's running as an independent, strictly on a on a cannabis agenda. Uh, he um, is uh, once he's he's a he's a kind of a big shot with normal there, right? Um, yes, he is. I think he's okay. still he's uh, highly normal. I believe he might be uh, a president of a chapter there. Okay, um, we should ask him about that the next time we talk to him. Definitely. And, uh, uh, but he's running strictly on a cannabis agenda and uh, apparently his um, district polls really high in support of medical marijuana and industrial hemp. Oh, so like real high. So, um, he feels like he has an actual good chance. He's got to knock out a three term Republican incumbent. So best luck to him. We'll fill you in more on what's going on in his campaign. Um, that's the 41st district in Wisconsin. Uh, Big shout out. We have a bunch of listeners in Wisconsin. He's definitely, and we appreciate everything Jay's done for our show. Um, Check them out. Yeah, send him $4.20 or $420 or $4,200 or whatever's happening. Sure. But multiples of 420 are cool. (laughs) They're cool. Yeah. $420, just $4.20 would be awesome. And if you have it, $42 or $420, whatever, it'd be cool. You know, I like money, send it. Yeah. I like the guy, but but in all honesty, Jay Selhovner is pretty cool. He's actually literally a pretty cool person. So, you know. Yeah, you got to know him better. You got to interview him. So I didn't get to know him quite quite like you did. I would love to talk with him sometime. I'm picky. I'm kind of a snob about my my coolness uh, you know, regard for people. I mean they really? have to they can be they can be laid back and cool and be, you know, like that, but they really have to be smart too. Otherwise I'm not gonna call them cool. So I, I think being stupid is really not very cool. He's cool. <laughs> he's a cool guy, and he did a good interview for sure. Yeah. You know, like I think it was, I think it was, I think it was good all around for both for both parties. And um, so far, our interviews have been okay. We've done two or three, three, three interviews now yep. in twenty three shows. We want to do more in the future. Yeah, um, there will be more coming for sure. We really want some superstars here soon, like Mason Tavert. Woody Harrelson. Hey, you know what? Woody Harrelson had his birthday just like a week or a week and a half ago, something like that. And we forgot to give him a shout out. Give him a happy birthday, dude. We suck. Oh, yeah. If Woody's listening, email us, Woody. I'm I'm from Kentucky, too. I'm from Kentucky. Ugly belated birthday. 
Yeah, way late. You were even talking about doing that before the show that day. And and, and neglected to. We just got so involved in all the important stuff we were sharing with the listeners. That, you know, I'm sorry, Woody got pushed back. But he's a true, honest can- cannabis advocate, so he totally would understand, I'm sure. And besides that, he was he was hanging out likely uh, in his place he stays when he's in his off time from Hollywood, which is in, in Hawaii. So I'm not really feeling too bad about anything, so... <laughs> so he's he's fine in his like awesome Hawaii place having fun. So it's cool. But yeah, we wish him happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yay. Happy on, birthday, Woody. On a on a departing note, I guess, uh this this groove tube is working pretty well with the coffee. Yeah? Nice. What are you smoking? Um some LA Confidential. What are you smoking? LA Confidential. Cool. Nice. I've got the dream queen tonight. We're officially changing the name of Green Crack. We don't oh, like good. Green Crack. We're done with that name. It's just not a good name. What about God's it's Hoo-Ha? Not- got, any, got any substitute for that one? <laughs> we got to change the word pussy, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, well, you pussy know. Is a, but pussy's a beautiful thing, and crack is not. It's definitely not legislator-friendly, though. Well, at least not on the clock. I guess it's pretty popular with them <laughs> off the clock. <laughs> Especially if it's not the green place. crack, you're gone. Green crack, you're out. Green queen, the dream, dream queen. queen now. The dream yeah, that's ugly. Yeah. Green crack, ugh. Well, because crack, that's gnarly in the first place. But it's it kind of it it gives me this ugly images. It's kind of like you don't bathe properly or something. It's just ugh, ugh. <laughs> I don't want to smoke that. You don't bathe properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? It took me a second to like figure out what that association was. Yeah, that's um, the twisted mind of a full-time college student, I guess. But. What you have like a dirty butt crack sometimes? When you're <laughs> hey, yo, hey, hey, that's, man, that was not nice, dude. To tell everyone you got a dirty ass and it's yeah. you're a college student. That's well, it just sounds like that a green crack. Wow, bogus, and ugh, that doesn't sound appetizing at all. I don't want to like ingest anything that's associated with that imagery. I can't think of one that's that bad yet, other than that one. Though. To me, that is the yeah. worst. Yeah, there's a couple that are a little bit shocking, but they do that for the shock value, you know. And they're not really like that bad. They're just kind of whoa, <laughs> like God's pussy, for example. You know, especially when it wins like first place and it's everywhere, and they're like, "Yay!" But yeah, whatever. I like to try some of it for sure. The big box in the sky. Yeah. That, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we call that mega bo- meta box. Oh, uh, so for everybody, that's all we got this week. That is it. When life gets tough. Sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and know that everything is going to get better just because you want it to. Right. Uh, we apologize for the for the audio quality. We'll hopefully be better next. Oh, week. yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. get it. I think our listeners are awesome, and they're smart enough. They're cool. They understand that this is the time we're traveling and we're busy, and we're still dedicated amidst all this activity. We're still putting out a show for them. So that's right. So it's a good thing, and we love them all. So keep tuned in. And uh, until next time, guys. Until next time. Peace and pot, y'all. Beautiful. Later, guys. You've been listening to The Cannabis Agenda, your weekly source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour every month.
Sunday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com.